Hi everyone and welcome to the 15th episode of Invalid Opinions, where being wrong can make it oh so right. I'm David Holloway. I'm Simon Potter. I'm Ben McJanet. Later in the show, we'll be going retro and talking Star Wars, Destiny 2 and Zombies, but first, let's check in on how everyone's doing. How are you, Simon? I am fine, David. It is good to be here. Thank you. <laughs> and um, I, I want you to talk in a little while about how you've done nothing but field media calls and um, sign autographs over the free speech episode last episode, but we'll get on to that later. Um, ben, sure. how are you doing? I'm pretty good, man. I'm pretty good. Um, yeah, just big days, and keeping busy, staying out of trouble, all that sort of we stuff. Did, we didn't drag you away from anything, I hope, to start this podcast. Uh, a little bit. You dragged me away from building Legos and uh, building a Lego Voltron, so <laughs> I'm very oh, keen God. to get back to that. Cause I'm I, impressed. I've, I've, I've only got the black line left to do. I'm impressed you turned up. Yeah, well, I'm impressed I thought too. you would have chosen that over us any time. All right. So, um, yeah, just quickly back, Simon, I think all of us have experienced the frenzy of feedback and uh, media activity and online commentary around our free speech episode. I think it's fair to say we've changed the media landscape with last episode. Um, we, we have, which we have, which is why we are explicitly not going to be talking about politics or anything like that for at least the next few shows because I just can't stand having the BBC constantly on my backside. It's just, it's rough. My, my backside is now rough. Mm. I wish I could find a sound graphic of a um, of crickets riding a tumbleweed. Um, would probably be the best sound effect to describe last episode. So, yeah, let's get into some fun uh, stuff. I, I thought of a sound effect. It could be the wop, wop, wop. Yep. Yes, but better. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'm going to sample that. That's going to become a new... Uh, actually, be speaking new of... Ringtone. That's right. Speaking of sampling too, um, big shout out to Redna, one of our listeners, who uh, did actually respond on Twitter saying that um, the musical interludes between segments are missed. So just based on one person's feedback, they're going back in tonight. Oh, Excellent. Nice. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, speaking of retro stuff, um, I thought we'd start off with some Star Wars news and views. Um, Simon, the Old Republic, Onslaught, tell me about it. Well, the, now, I believe you gentlemen have heard of Star Wars, the Old Republic. <laughs> yes. I, I believe yes. it's by a little... Indie developer by name by the name of Bioware. They, yes, but they the good Bioware in oh, Austin. Oh, the good Bioware. Okay. Yeah, not not the bad Bioware's. Not, <laughs> not, not the EA driven, money hungry Bioware. Okay. Oh no no, I think that's just Bioware in general. But the ones yeah. that the the Bioware that actually manages to start something and and finish it without having to reboot the thing eighteen months before they release it. Oh, hang on, that sounds like someone else too. I can't think who that is, but they'll probably come up a bit later in the show <laughs> anyway. <clears throat> yeah, Star Wars: The Old Republic onslaught. It's a new expansion dropping on October twenty second, and it looks. Well, I'm already subscribed. I think I've mentioned that. I, I mm. resubscribed a, ooh, a few months ago because they just renewed on me because I forgot to cancel it. But I'm glad. I'm glad it went through. Glad it went through, even though I pretty much drained my bank account because my pay hadn't quite gone through yet. But we won't talk about that. I just did. So there's a new <laughs> storyline. Um, I'm just going to read some. Uh, pro, go through the bullet points quickly. Um, so join the fight as a Sith Empire and Galactic Republic. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's it's Star Wars, of course. Well, 
what what else are you going to do? It's not like you're going to go and farm and mine and craft things or anything like that. Although that would be interesting. Although that that would be Star Wars Galaxies then, wouldn't it? But we don't talk about Star Wars Galaxies. R.I.P. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Explore the ancient and dangerous planet. I never know how to pronounce it. Onderon? Onderon? Um, How's it spelled? O-N-D-E-R-O-N. O-N-D. You see that I've it, seen it written be on, before. It'd be Onderon, I think. Yeah, let's yeah, go with that's that. that's what it sounds like. Renowned for its deadly jungles and vicious predators. So, Queensland, um, watch your back <laughs> in the dizzying streets and darkened alleys of the Mekshaw where anything can be had for the right price. So, again, Queensland. Mm-hmm. Uh, new group content and uh, new Flashpoint. Flashpoint would be a good name for a podcast. But, uh, have, have, shut up. So there's new operations, uh, new flashpoint, new planets, uh, new species. You get to play as the uh, Nautilans. Do you remember who the Nautilans are, folks? I that do. rings a bell. The unfortunately named um, Kit Fisto uh, with Jedi Master <laughs> was uh, a Nautilan. He, he looks like a big green squid in the prequels. Yeah, it looks like he might squirt ink at you. Although, mm. from where is anyone's guess? Let's not go there. With a name like Kit Fisto, you never really know, do you? <laughs> keep, keep it PG friendly. Oh, yeah, PG, PG. Well, I didn't say, I said nothing. I said nothing. I just, you know, it's just hypothetical. I'm, I'm just forewarning you. Just, you know, don't go down, science, don't go too far science, down that path, you know. Science fiction, you know. You never know. Um, so, yeah, now. One of you resubscribed, didn't you? I'm sure one of you resubscribed. Um, I jumped back in and played again recently, but yeah, I was just playing on a new scoundrel character. You're going to create a, a new Nautiland? Um, Do you need a, need I might a new jump alt? back in for a little bit. Yeah, maybe I will. I don't know. I've got some story mode to get through and a lot of that still, so yeah, I could probably jump in for that for a bit. There's oh. plenty of plenty of content there to play through, so... Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah well that's, the, that's always... That's always been the beauty of, of the mm. game is being able to play through all of the different um, uh, the different storylines. Yeah, easily storylines at least 20-something hours. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. With all the grinding in between. But like, thankfully, from what I played recently, you jump back in to play the storylines. and Well, not only do you play the storylines, but you can actually just jump straight to the expansion that you want to play. Um, but going through the storyline content each time you finish a chunk of planet you get given a 25% XP booster um mm. I think for a lot, for an, an hour one the one that lasts for an hour yeah and in that hour you can generally get the majority of the next planet's quests done like class quests and everything and be leveled enough to go to the next planet by the end of that as well so then you get another one and then another one and then they just keep building on top of each other um, yeah, they've definitely so streamlined things. I mean, the fast it's very remember, much streamlined. You can skip a yeah. lot of questing. Like you could skip every single planet storyline pretty much, and still be relatively on par with the next planet. Yeah, yeah. I I mm. like the planet storylines though. But again, mm. it's, some of them it, are good. It, it, it depends yeah. on the character you're playing. Like I was playing, I'm playing a gunslinger um, smuggler, so. And I want him to be, like, I don't give two shits about the war. I want to get my money and get my treasures sort of stuff. But then you go do the planet storyline quest and you 
try and be a snide bastard and you still get roped into doing these bloody planetary war things with the Empire and all that sort of stuff. It's like, I don't want to. <laughs> it's not part of yeah, my yeah. story. <laughs> yeah, that is true. And let's face it, there's some worlds that you just want to get out of as quickly as possible. I'm mm-hmm. looking at you, Taris. Taris, the Canto bite of Star Wars oh. Republic. Hey, oh, I had to get my reference in. Leave me alone. It takes me back. Oh, Taris is... I, oh, Taris. Yeah. Was that the jungly no world? I can't even remember which one it was. One with it's, a giant a... crash ship in the middle of it. Yeah, that's and the rat and the rat ghouls. It's just a yeah. planet of ruin oh, and yes. misery. Ruins oh and stuff, God, yeah. the rat ghouls. It's a, like, it's a bit like London on a Sunday night. Um, though that game still, I hope, has the Lucky Seven speeder. That's it all does. I hope. Oh, good. And I've still yep. got one. <laughs> good stuff. Oh, that's the one that sprays coins out its backside, isn't it? That's yeah, right. I, I was going yeah. through. I was like, oh shit, I've got that. Oh good. Speaking of things that are likely to spray coins out its backside, um, Star Wars episode. Just, on the running sheet it's XI which is Star Wars episode 11 and I'm thinking yeah. that's not right hey um, why not <laughs> Star well, Wars look, episode that... 9 the Roos of Skywalker which I'm sure was intentional Simon um, a new well, trailer was... is dropping Monday it's, it's possibly a typo I mean it's not like there's anything about that movie that looks like it's going to be catastrophic so uh, yeah yeah <laughs> So yeah, uh, new at trailer. This, at this point, it, it could be episode eleven at this point for how much people seem to be caring about it at this stage. Yeah, you're right. It, it's not sort of um, well. I, well, I buzzing, think after the bomb that was Han Solo and um, episode eight, really. Um, I mean, episode eight was yeah. Uh, it was conflicting. Let's say that. Um, y- yes, it, yeah. it divided people. Yeah. Um, but like given like the responses and all that sort of stuff, so maybe playing it quiet's the right way to go. Well, episode nine. I, I, mean, I think the I think the reason they're playing it quiet is they're not, they can't quite promote the movie yet because they're not quite sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, there's um, always that, that too. I mean, there's another Star Wars thing that's coming out very soon. It's literally, I think it's like three weeks away to be honest. And that's the, uh, fallen, was it fallen Jedi? Fallen order. Fallen order. Yeah. Um, video game and like there's been very very little publicity it was only today in my YouTube recommended videos that a video actually popped up for it which is like a preview thing um, so I'm guessing they're going to start ramping it up in the next couple of weeks to get some more publicity on the thing but realistically that has had very little publicity and horrible marketing from a video game standpoint as well yeah it's quite mind-boggling isn't it yeah I'd, I'd almost completely forgotten it was there i've um mm. i've seen a couple of press articles where people have uh, had an opportunity to play it yeah well they say they've played the game the trouble is you don't know whether they've played a vertical slice of it which let's face it a vertical slice of a video game is uh is is a bit like they um, seem to be controlled it, previews because people like i mean unless it's under nda but like the nda for, i will be um whether or not People are reviewing, got actual copies of Death Stranding and stuff like that at the moment. So um, being up, so everyone's saying, "Yep, we've got Death Stranding. Um, we're reviewing it, reviewing progress, all that sort of thing." Yeah, well, that's going to be interesting as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Kojima is uh, is uh, an inspired creator, but um, <laughs> you you got to wonder what what is the oh. point of the the game? Um, Ko- it's Kojima could do a shit in the middle of the floor and say it's art and everyone would fawn all over it. That's how far up he is in game design. 
Oh, have you been to the Tate Modern as well? I have. I have. <laughs> <laughs> Look, to be quite honest, at this at this point in mm. art, and I'm using air quotes here, uh, any anything is art because art is entirely subjective, as opposed to. Well, I don't really know. I mean, it's it's you can't really be objective about art because if it's entirely what the the observer makes of it or the person experiencing yeah. it. So some people it will touch and mean something to other people, as you say, you're going to see it as a poop in the middle of the floor. Mm. So I suppose it depends on how many people are willing to uh, willing to pay money for it because that's always the thing. Follow the money. If uh, yeah. people could, and that's one of the problems that Star Wars has had recently is that. There's a lot of people in the media going, oh, it's going in brave new directions and blah, 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 this and blah, 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 that. Problem is, all of the people that are being enthusiastic and supportive of it haven't been buying the, the toys. And the people... Mm. Uh, so, yeah, put money where your mouth is. Uh, and the trouble is there's not enough I people have been putting their money where their mouth is. I can't really... You know, Toy-wise, like the only toy sort of thing I'd consider from... Star Wars, like these latest sequels, anyway, is the um, yeah episode seven. I bought a BB-8 uh, little droid thingy um, that you can control with your mobile phone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but other than oh that, yeah, I, I haven't bought anything else because I was, I thought oh that's really cool. I can control a little droid with my phone and run it around the house and scare the crap out of the dogs. It's fun, mm. fun stuff. Um, yeah, BB-8 like, was other, uh, was cool. Yeah, but other than that, like marketing wise like for other external sources that they've used like and going back to the video game well like what ea's had this license now to print money with star wars video games what are they released two battlefields both of them that have done very very poorly one of them mm. having one of the most down i think it still is the most downvoted reddit posts of all time i still get angry oh. every time i walk past that game in my living room yeah, well, there you go. So, like, I don't know. From my point of view, I'm just looking at it as this: what, what are this Disney doing with the license outside of the movies to help hype the movies back up more? Um, I think I think they're going to need to rely more on the the older stuff to try as far as if they're after merchandising. Like, for example, mm. I haven't bought anything Star Wars for ages, but I know coming up to Halloween, I'm probably going to buy a Stormtrooper costume. Um, I mean, have you guys ever done that? I've got a Darth Vader costume. I've got a Princess Leia costume. (laughs) Yeah, you haven't seen that. (laughs) Yes, you do. Um, All we need is a a Luke and a Han Solo and we're set. So, I mean, is there any reason, anything wrong with me buying a Stormtrooper costume for Halloween? Are you going to a party? Um, No, probably just um, I'll go and freak out all the little kids who are trick-and-treating around the neighbourhood and hopefully get some lollies myself. Yeah, then no. No. Hey, you're secretly hoping for a bag full of candy corn at the end of the night, aren't you? That's right. And, it, you know, it's just it's on the running sheet, it says time to drop. And then I realised, does that mean time to drop as in provide or time to get rid of Stormtrooper costumes for Halloween? Was that you, Simon? I tried. Yeah, I tried to segue. Yeah, no, no, you did. If, well, we could have kept going, you did, except you yeah, called it out. Yeah, brought attention <laughs> uh, to it. Yahoo.com decided to uh, post uh, an article about um, the Stormtrooper costumes for Halloween being problematic. 
Oh, I don't even want Which, to know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. I'm, I'm not going to go into why because that's that's the that's the, the the crazy crazy politics, and we're not talking about that sort of nonsense. But it's, it's just the incongruity of it. I, for me at least, because um, it's supposed to. Well, I mean, traditionally Halloween is where the threshold between the the worlds of the the, the dead and the the living um, become its thinnest. So, and that's that's uh, traditionally that's what the whole thing about is about. But these these days, and then it's um, a time for evil things you know so ghosts and witches and goblins and all of the traditional boog- bogeymen boogeymen boogeymen would be someone in a disco suit probably yeah bogeymen um from <laughs> from from history so so if if uh and then it just it turns into people dressing as elvis for reasons that completely elude me so, so it's just it does turn into a fancy dress night and it just uh it, it just seems so absurd to me mm. I mean, so I just thought, I, I, I hey, looked let's up, throw it in. I looked up the Yahoo article, and that is just pure fuckwittery. So, well, so much for our PG rating for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I know, that's why I said that. it. Yeah. Like, seriously, the word stormtrooper is not a Nazi term. It's a fucking description of, uh, like of a type of soldier, is my understanding. So anyway, that we'll leave it there. That is just, yeah, beyond stupid. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, sounds right. ridiculous. I don't even need to look it up. But, no, I wouldn't. It just poisoned yeah. your brain with stupidity. That's yeah, right. The, the, way, the way I look at it is Halloween, like, the only time you need costumes is if you're going to a costume party for Halloween or something like that, and you're having a bit of fun, and you're having a few drinks. Trick or treating, it's, unless you're in America or Canada, I don't think it's really a thing outside of those sort of parts Not, of the world. It, it, I mean, oh. in, a, in Australia, it's taken off a bit amongst kids, so... Mm. I know there is a lot of that bullshit, and of course, obviously, marketing. You know, people would love us buying more crap uh, for another occasion. But you're right; it's yeah, just not well, what like it is. Coles, my local Coles has got like a Halloween stand. As soon as you walk in, it's got like chocolates and stuff all yeah. through it, and everything like that. Yeah. So, I mean, the shops here are full of pumpkins and um, and little, you know, the little uh, individually wrapped candy bags, and so the the stores here are full of Halloween stuff. So um, I'm not sure how many door people, kids were going to get knocking on the doors around here, but and you have I a right to get a few bits and pieces because isn't it wasn't it old England or whatever that was originally the founding stuff that led to Halloween? A lot of stuff from from Britain and uh, it's it's mostly uh, Anglo-Germanic. Yeah, I mean Anglo-Saxon. Yeah. The Anglo's and the Saxons were originally two Germanic tribes anyway, but obviously there's yeah. a there, we've got the Celtic and the uh, the Celtic culture. Blending in with it as well, so yeah, no, I mean this is one of the the origin places of it, and then of course it went over with the Mayflower, like a lot of other things, like uh, the uh, using the word fall and saying someone was mad when they were angry. These are all old English expressions that, mm. in subsequent times here, when French became more popular, we changed fall to autumn. When mm. fall actually makes more sense because that kind of what's happening. Two yeah. leaves and things that you then have to rake up. So I, yeah. I, I tend to prefer using full because it just makes more sense. And screw the French. That's right. And Time for a musical sh- interlude. Maybe some accordion just, just music. Just a reminder, though, French are our third Ooh, biggest accordions. listener cohort. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. We um, love the French. We, 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 uh, France. <laughs> and a big oui, shout oui. out to. Our number one listed cohort, the the United States of America, and I, I'm a bit excited. The, I'm going there in January, and I cannot. Wait. The, 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 Ameri- the Americans hate the French. 
because they helped them out in the War of Independence. That's right. And they don't like remembering that. I don't know. I don't know. History's hard. <laughs> History's hard. French Canada? <laughs> no, we don't talk about that. No. <laughs> That's that weird place north of the border. All right, yes, as Ooh, Simon oh, I, mentioned. Hey, hey, no, I was just thinking, a perfect costume would be to go as Justin Trudeau. Well, yeah. Well, um, when's the election? Need, mm. We just need to get plenty of black boot polish in if you're going to go as Justin Trudeau. Oh, you're getting political. Oh, no. Uh-oh, move on, quickly. <laughs> move on, musical. Mu- the much-requested musical interludes are back, and here's one of them. Accordions. Accordions. Uh, we're back with a, in segment two with a um, Jay. So our wonderful listener, Jay, assuming you're still listening after the free speech episode last, last week and wasn't totally appalled, or last month, I should say. But he's in uh, America, the land of the free. Yeah, well, so he may have loved... He may be one of the two people that loved that episode. Anyway, uh, under the constant threat of death threats from Jay, we thought we'd better bring up another one of his topics. So, uh, this one is, what is the most underappreciated and underpaid? Maybe we'll go and or, because that's a little bit restrictive. Underappreciated and or underpaid role or job in society. Ben, I'll start with you. And don't say Um, gaming podcaster. Damn. It is very much. <laughs> you said or underpaid, not you know. So that's very much a underpaid profession. Um, Hell's yeah. Yeah, uh, it's probably something to do with cleaning poo. So I'm going to say sewage farm worker. That's pretty underappreciated. Under, I reckon. I'm, I'm guessing it's probably pretty underpaid. <laughs> oh, well, obviously we're thinking, and there's. There's a, something that we have here. I think it's called uh, the treacle mines. Oof. Do you want to guess what the treacle mines is a, is a colloquialism for? No, I'm too scared to ask. I oh, I know where you went, David, and you should be deeply ashamed. Deeply I, ashamed. Actually, I didn't go anywhere, but <laughs> anyway. Oh, well, I'm assuming you did. And so's everyone else. No yeah. judgment. You're probably well, no, the, it, it's along the same lines as as you Ben. It's uh, the treacle mines is another is a is a reference to uh, the sewers. Mm. Yeah, and so that's, I, I think yeah. Any anyone that um, whether it's uh, what do they call them now? Sanitation workers, you know, uh, garbage collectors. Uh, I don't anything to do with with waste. I think it, where you actually have to deal with it with your hands, whether it's mm. emptying a bin into a truck or um, having to, I don't know, send a rotor-rooter down a drain or do septic tanks. Anyone that has to work with that, I don't think it's possible to pay them too much money because who who wants that job, really? Mm. Who's who, who, when they're a child, looks and thinks, that looks like a Ghostbusters costume, but... But I get to play with... Poop. Those are not the streams I'm going to be crossing. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just one so, of those So, yeah, uh, it's, unsung yeah. heroes, unsung heroes. Yeah, agreed. Jeez, I can't think of anything to beat that. Um, or maybe forensic cleaners. Oof. So those poor buggers that go in and clean up after crime scenes. That's one I've always thought is, I, I think they are relatively well paid, but I'm not sure they're valued like they mm. should be. That's That's one hell of a job. 
Yeah, that's yeah. that's pretty tough. I mean, especially when you're going into like houses where there's a suicide's happened or something like that, and there's brain matter across walls. Um, yeah, coron- yeah, coroners as well. Mm. I, th- I think. Well, I, people actually have to do the autopsies. They must see horrors that we can't even and shouldn't even imagine. Exactly. But in, in saying that, like uh, maybe it's because we we see it a lot on TV. But a lot of those people, like coroners and all that, they seem to love that sort of stuff anyway. They find it fascinating. Yeah. Well, the good um, news is at least we know where those people are. That's true. Bloody sociopaths. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking speak, speaking of um, what's the how do you how do you say it? Psychopathy. 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 Yep. Is that a word? Okay. What about winding down? If if you are feeling a bit sociopathic or psychopathic, what what do you do to chill? How how do we stop yourself getting into that state? Oh. Yeah, I mean the obvious and and not being flippant here is to play games sometimes to take your mind off things. But mm. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a really obvious one. Yeah, well, that's something I think we all do, and all that sort of stuff. Like I wanted to, um, I I was at PAX here in Melbourne or in Australia, I should say, it was down in Melbourne last weekend, and. Um, Hence the reason for a delayed week in an episode, so I apologise for that. But um, I'm bought a whole bunch of um, paint sets and things like that, and I'm going to start painting miniature figures uh, for like Dungeons and Dragons and Warhammer and stuff like that. So I'm hoping that'll be some sort of meditative thing that I can do to take my mind off stuff and just you know zone out and chill out, listen to some music, watch some TV or something like that, and just yeah, paint some stuff and get it out of my head. Do you have you got have you got like a single hair brush or something that does work that fine or? Well, I bought I bought like a full uh, kit, so I bought a whole bunch of paints and like I bought like a starters kit. I bought actually bought two starters kits. That's how I went about it. I was like, well, I'll get this brand starter kit, and I'll get this brand starter kit, and I should be pretty well covered. Yeah, no, that's a good yeah. idea. And that way, yeah. So I've got about three or four brushes sitting there at the moment. I've got yeah, I think it's about. 20-something different paint colours, a uh, little paint pot and all that sort of stuff. So I'm going to go, but if I get a chance, I'll go past a, a hobby store maybe sometime this week and see if I can get something to put down over the table and everything like that so I can put, sit it all up and uh, sit in front of the TV and, you know, paint some stuff. Yeah, nice. I, I warn you, though, there's you're potentially on the threshold of a rabbit hole there. Oh no! I'm very much it, well it, aware of the hole right. I'm going down. <laughs> I've been watching videos about the stuff as well, so I'm really uh, looking forward to it. Though, but like in the meantime, I've been building Legos and things like that as well. So, just stuff to keep my mind preoccupied. No, yeah, you guys, yeah, is cool, there anything cool, you cool. do like winding down? Like when you get home from work, is there something that you want to like? I get home from work at the end of the day and I need to usually just zone out for like five, ten minutes just to reset before actually getting on with my evening or doing stuff. Yeah, see, for me, that might be just conking out on the lounge for five, ten minutes, literally falling asleep. I mean, still something, isn't it? Yeah, well, you're right. It's definitely a way to reset, particularly what you're talking about resetting. Um, I find that really useful and plus a little bit of it. They say 10 to 15 minutes is your ideal for that sort of thing. Longer than that, you'll wake up feeling like crap. Yeah, otherwise, until they bring back hobby techs, I just, you know, they're, they're probably the big ones for me, gaming and that. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm surprised you haven't got a collection of um, Airfix models or something like that. Oh, I did like that. I must admit, I used to love aeroplane mod, but I honestly was rubbish at them. So you'd see all the glue marks everywhere, and as far as painting them, forget it. I was just hopeless. Did you at least put the decals on? Yeah, yeah, definitely put the decals on. Yeah, of course. Mm. If you're crooked, okay. and they'd peel. Upside and, down. Yeah, yeah, all that sort of stuff, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, I, I would have to say that my relaxation primarily comes from Minecraft. Yeah, it's, that's a good one. That's I actually find that really extremely good one. extremely relaxing. I played Minecraft for the very first time yesterday. Did you? Yes. Um, I've got a friend who's got a realm and everything. He's been bugging a whole bunch of the people apart, that are part of the um, 8-bit community to uh, jump in and play. Um, shout out to NATO. And um, I was like, all right, it's on Game Pass. It's... I can just download it and install it. I don't have to spend any more money than I'm already spending. So let's just install it on the Xbox and see what he's carrying on about. And I had a pretty little relaxing time just building myself a little hovel in the my own little woods and everything like that. And I carved out a nice little stream and everything for like f- between two lakes that ran past my little farm and everything that I had set up for myself. So yeah. So you got through time. first night okay? Yep. Yeah, I got through a few nights. I mean, I had my buddy like showing me around and like all the uh, stuff that they've built and everything in the realm and all that sort of stuff. So he, he, he kind of helped us out to get started, but yeah, once I started, I was good. Yeah. If, if you, cause I, when I first started playing the game, which was a while ago, I had no idea I was going into it. Oh, I, no, I mean, yeah. I'd heard a bit because I'd watched the Yogs cast, but I had no idea what was going on. Mostly because Simon was screaming all the time, but uh, that's part of the charm, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I had, when I open it up, like it doesn't give you any rule indication of what you should go do or anything like that because i had no clue what the hell was going on so no every time i start a new world invariably i've got my face pressed right against a tree for some no incomprehensible reason but (laughs) yeah so i remember my first night i built myself a little mud house uh because it was getting dark and i thought oh uh there's things moving out there that weren't there in the daylight i'm (laughs) going to build myself a little house so i did but i made the mistake of having a window and so i saw this (laughs) this face bobbing around outside and I thought oh what's that oh that's what's that green thing and then and I found out pretty quickly what that was as half my house disappeared and I thought hmm okay uh, maybe I should do some reading because I've now got half a house well basically a, a single wall in the middle of a dark forest and I've got no idea how to survive this and I didn't <laughs> I'm sure yeah, there's I think, yeah. sorry keep going Oh, no, no, I was just going to say, I mean, there's there's a huge amount of stuff. This was back in the days before you had the option of seeing what all the different recipes were. You actually had to figure this stuff out for yourself or, yeah. or go to a wiki. Uh, and in some ways, I think that's, I mean, just, you can still play like that. But in some ways, I think that's that's better. It's a little bit like the old Republic used to be with the, the fast travel points. You had to actually go through yeah, and discover go areas and, yeah. and and you were very, very limited. So you had to be quite strategic about where you were going in what order to do things. Uh, and, of course, it's a lot more convenient and streamlined now, but it's on some levels I, I miss that. And I suppose that's one of the reasons why WoW Classic, and we are not going to talk about Blizzard, the bum lickers that they have turned out to be. Yeah. Um, Let's just not touch that. It's only a matter of time. It's only, I mean, Bethesda's disappointed everybody. Um, Blizzard's now disappointed everybody. It's only a matter uh, of time before actually, every, just, every, every company does that. Just on the topic of the Blizzard and the whole China thing, the new South Park episode where, and then the statement by Matt and Trey, Park, um, Trey Parker oh, and yeah. Matt Stone 
uh, fucking hilarious. Um, other than that, I don't really want to comment on the giant stuff. So yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not going to. We're not talking about. That's that is one of the real nuisances. Is even when you want to try and keep things light and frothy and just just talk about fun stuff, it's gotten to the point where this this crap just intrudes into the most benign and escapist things. All of this this nonsense just seems to keep sort of kind of trying to elbow its way in, and it's mm. really painful. It is. Mm. But uh, we could always move on, I suppose, to cool. a topic that... Uh, I'm sorry, David, I'm doing your job. I was going to say, well, spe- <laughs> speaking of painful, let's have some music with more accordions. No, I was going to say xylophones. Yeah. Oh, xylophones. Glockenspiels, please. All right, so xylophones and accordions assuming i can find those such things it's a bloody reward of uh, not a reward of riches it's embarrassment of riches um speaking of an embarrassment of riches the joker film i believe one of us have seen it i know i haven't um ben do you want to give us your mini review without too many spoilers um yeah mini review without spoiling it because it is definitely a film i say is worth watching um I and I did actually post a little mini review on Twitter is literally like a few lines but basically the way I looked at it is the media has overhyped the hell out of this film oh yeah making it to be all these things that it really isn't um I don't know I just I was expecting it to be more horrific in terms of violence um I was expecting it to be more along this I just what they're saying about it being an incel piece film or whatever puff piece film I don't know what the hell, what they're exactly calling it but basically saying it was going to promote incel violence and stuff like that yeah it's crazy um, I was reading that I was like oh this this film might be really interesting how they approach all this sort of stuff I'm, I'm keen to see how much of this is true uh, none of it's true um, it's a story about a character and if you know anything about the Joker he always lies. Mm-hmm. Um, he has that famous thing, and it's from The Killing Joker, which is a major uh, influence for this film, um, where he says if he remembers his or like his origin or his backstory, he prefers to be multiple choice. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's a good point. You know? So, uh, yeah, and there's several points without giving anything away. There's several points, and it's, there's actually one point very much at the start of the film where he's fantasizing um, about being on the um, Mori show, um, which is the Robert De Niro's character's yep. late night show um, it's in the trailers. Um, and that's very, very much at the start of the film. And yeah, otherwise, fantastic film, really enjoyable film. I just find, found when I walked out of it, like, I felt that it was very much overhyped by the media, uh, it is nowhere near as graphic or uh violent as i was expecting it to be um it's nowhere near as uh violence inciting as i thought it was going to be because of how the media has portrayed it recently um and i think the film does a very good job of making you feel uncomfortable throughout the whole film which is what a joker film should be definitely um 
So, yeah, um, I think it's a really good film. Um, try to go in with low expectations in this media circus day and age. It's very difficult to do, but try to because then you can really enjoy the film for what it is. Cool. Yeah, it's one of them. I think that's the, yeah. that's the best advice for any piece of popular entertainment these days is go in with no expectations yeah. and just enjoy it for what it is. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Like, I watched... Um, what was it? Uh, Godzilla King of Monsters on the flight down to PAX. I loved that movie. That was so much fun watching that. Even though it's an absolute terrible film. It's got horrible plot holes. I, I, I still loved it. I thought it was fantastic. Yep. And it's a time and the situation you watch them tends to change it as well. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. Nice. Thank you, Ben. Um, no Apple worries. News Plus, and we obviously don't shill for particular platforms or anything here unless we can't avoid it. I just, <coughs> I just thought I would mention um, they obviously uh, launched Apple News Plus, I don't know, was it three weeks ago, whatever it was. Um, and I thought, I'm going to sign up for the 30-day trial and see what it's like because they were offering enough content there that um, I, I tended to pay for the odd online you know newspaper or magazine subscription that i i realized that just by using doing this i'd probably still come out slightly ahead so i've signed up for the 30-day trial money about halfway through it and i probably will end up paying the fee just uh not so much for the news they, even though they call it news plus it's the 100 plus magazines that you get um access to um, some of which are obviously news-oriented, but others are... I mean, you can get the Australian Women's Weekly, for God's sake, on there. So it's not as if it's it's news-heavy. News now you have my attention. <laughs> mm, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I just... Without shilling for it, I was gonna, there's enough stuff... If you've got particular interests in yeah, current affairs to some extent, but, I mean, for me, like, I love music-related stuff. There are enough music magazines like rolling stone and classic rock and like being an old guy there's enough of that stuff there's enough uh musician magazines in there as well but there's uh, there's you know there's enough uh history and science related stuff in there that i i'm never going to get through it each month but there's always something to to browse and look at the downside yes all the murdoch publications are there hence the australian women's weekly and in australia the you know the australian and um the daily telegraph and the courier mail and the adelaide advertiser i think are the four that are there that's fine as, as we always say here you should read alternate viewpoints so that's the other reason actually i i've sort of been quite can i i never read the australian because it's locked behind a fairly decent paywall well now i can actually yep. get that other um perspective mm. So, yeah, I just, you know, it's one of the better aggregators from what I could see of both magazine and news content. So I'll report back in a couple of months whether I keep it up. So what was the, what was the dollar uh, value? I think it's in Australian dollars, it's about 15 a month. Ooh, yeah, so, but high. across a year, that's what, that's 175 or whatever it is. Yeah, but that's the same cost as my Xbox Ultimate subscription yeah yeah too. Oh, and that, that's the trouble with all this stuff it all adds up but i i, I was paying mm. and um i think i got a subscription i did get a subscription years ago the new york times for a year but that was under a student discount but i think i was subscribed to the new yorker for a year and it was like 90 dollars. and then i was there was something else i subscribed to Oof. and you go well geez that's only you know one publication i can get access to all that plus a, plus a lot more but you're right yeah. unless you're an avid reader um, you're not going to get your money's mm. worth. And I'm assuming they'll announce like... But, 
Well, considering they just announced the Apple Arcade. Well, that's well, right. Which was five Some, bucks And a if month they bundled. For 150 games. That's right. Games. If they bundled that and the news and the Apple Music subscription, there's no doubt they will down the track. And say for 25 a month, you get all three. It's going to be a hard thing to ignore. Yeah, well, that, that'd be a little bit more value for money. 15 bucks a month just for the news and magazines. I mean, like you said, there is a lot of content there, but... I mean, yeah, how much of that content are you get actually through. consuming that's right. to get your $15 a month? Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, um, yeah, for that amount of money, I, I mean, that, I, I, that that pays for my my Star Citizen subscription. So uh, well, that's I'm sure I get more value out of that. Because let's face it, these days, who reads? We all go onto YouTube and have our favourite YouTubers read whatever the hell is going on in the world to us as they scroll back and forth through the uh, the, the webpage that they're that's reading right. from. That's right. Because that's how we do and, things And I mean, that's now. one of the reasons I did it, albeit I totally understand Apple are probably taking some horrific cut of, of what these magazines and publication, but some of them aren't high-circulation magazines where I'm thinking if they're getting a couple of extra bucks a month or at least a buck extra month out of me or whatever, then, you know, I'm helping support. Because you're right, not a, lot, not a lot of people read. I still do, but, you know, even I don't read as much as I mm. used to. Well, as long as the people that write for those publications aren't, well, that's um, the other aren't issue. freelancers in California because those people are yeah. screwed. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it because uh, California is crazy, mm. it seems. So anyway, that was Apple News Plus. Um, and speaking of um, old things like reading and doing old things, I went back to Destiny 2. So uh, uh. about... 10 days ago, two weeks ago, I had the PlayStation on and thought, yeah, look, I might just have another look at Destiny 2. Started playing, started getting hooked, and I actually thought for some reason that I had access to the Shadowkeep content, but I'd obviously missed so much of the previous expansion that I just... And then then whatever it was, I ran into a wall where it says, hey, you've got to upgrade if you want to do that. Um, Yeah, you have to actually pay for it. Yeah, yeah. I, well, see, I thought I'd bought maybe and had forgotten I'd bought a season pass or something six months ago, or whatever. And I had <laughs> no, 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 it's it's a whole it's a whole yeah, new yeah. expansion. So anyway, oh David, you clearly forgot how the Destiny season pass work and what a jip that was, and how they managed to duplicate mm. that for Destiny Two, and yes. everyone still complained about it because it was just like the first one. And I'm going, yeah. were you not paying That's attention right. last time? Or, well, I definitely was. Yeah, and then. Uh, the only thing is, I'm hoping the Shadowkeep stuff is gonna like. I haven't played through the Shadowkeep campaign yet, but I've down, I've bought, I've purchased it on yeah. PC. I intend to play it sometime when I get some well, spare. Well, I can give moments. you a, mi- a mini review because um, I've have done the hot the yeah. expand, like I've hit um, was it light level or whatever um, nine hundred, which is the you know baseline that you start oh, nice. start from for the end game content. Um, yeah, look. I mean, we all love, we've all agreed previously that the, the play style of Destiny is just bloody nice. You know, it's easy, it's, it it's is. fun, mm. and, and that has a... The story's gotten a lot better. The story's got a lot better. Um, well. The Shadow Keep storyline is, like all the previous ones, you, you think, oh, I would have liked that to have been a little bit longer, but it also wasn't super short, so I wasn't thinking, oh, that's a rip-off. There was enough to keep it interesting. Um, and they've restructured mm. all the... Oh, I don't even want to go into it. It's too much detail, but it's they've restructured things like... I still don't understand how the seasons work, but basically your XP now moves you through season rankings. Like, I'm up, up, I'm up to nine, season nine level. 
I hope I'm using the right terminology, but the XP move, moves you through stuff. You get to pick up some extra goodies as you go through each XP level. Um, mm. It's yeah, I'm just enjoying the hell out of it. So I'm trying to think what the other highlight. Um, lots more um, the bounties where they you know each like there's the Vanguard ones. You know you go you know go and do forty void kills or whatever. Well, there's now a lot more of them from a lot more vendors. So you can, you know, go and do a couple of strikes and suddenly you're handing in 10, 10 bounties or whatever for rewards. So I found the, the level up of gear very, very quick, which is why I'm already at light level 900. So that can have good and bad sides. But for me, I've only played it for 10 days and I've gone from 700, I think it started. It was 700 to 750, it might have been, to 900. So, did you set up crossplay? No, so because I um, I have only ever played it on PlayStation. Uh, okay, because um, I've I've got it on both my PlayStation Four and my Xbox, but I've got to admit I'm a little I really haven't pursued it. But my concern is so obviously crossplay means that characters that you've got on one platform will become available on another. But if unless something's changed, if I remember correctly, Destiny and Destiny Two, you can have three characters you can have one of each mm. class can't you yeah yeah so basically the way the is it's actually more cross save than cross play oh okay so what actually happens is you say okay because i've got playstation and pc account for destiny 2 mm-hmm. um so say i set my playstation account as my primary destiny account yeah i can then play my characters that i have saved on playstation on my pc Okay, but are your are your PC characters are still available? No, I'd have to see. That's the thing. I would have to then change, like, to make my PC one the primary, so I can take it. So I'm in a dilemma where I've got my PCs at a certain level, but my PlayStation's the same characters I've had since the very start of Destiny One. So I'm trying to decide which one I want to make my primary at the moment. But um, yeah, because yeah. uh, that's one of the reasons why I haven't gone into it because. Um, for those that don't know, if because um, I got Destiny two and then I ended up taking the because I bought the the um, the physical, played it for a little while, thought uh, no, I can see where this is going and I don't trust Activision Bungie as they were then, so I ended up taking it back. Now that it's gone free to play, I can access it again. But the only thing that concerns me mm. is I've I've had it on um, on PS four. Don't ask why. I had it on PS four. And on uh, on Xbox, and I'm, I was just a little. Cons- I didn't know you could switch back and forth with the primary because I was a little concerned that one would end up yeah, overwriting you, you the could other change somehow. It, but I don't. I don't know. What they the give they give you lots of disclaimers. So having not set it up, even having to skip it, I remember there was lots of you need to be aware if you do this, this will happen, and it does explain it quite clearly. Mm. But I'm sorry because I don't do it. I didn't really read into it, but they are very. Oh, I think I might have to yeah. reread that. Because I've just after Fortnite, uh, I've just been a little bit squeamish about doing anything crossplay with yeah. uh, with uh, Sony. Because <laughs> let's face it, that yeah. did not go well. No, did not go well at all. So, but uh, yeah, no, I need to do a bit of reading because Destiny Two is is fun, and I might be. Yeah, it is. I think I might wait for the uh, the Taken King version of uh, Destiny yeah. Two, where they where they bundle everything because they. Well, they I think Bungie, Bungie's gotten now. better. Well, now. they did that last year, really, with Forsaken. 
Um, they yeah. did that a lot with the Forsaken release last year. Yeah, that's true. And the fun... The, the... Um, this year's more the we get to do what we want to do and we don't have to answer to Activision anymore release. Which has got to be a good thing because Activision is just... The, uh, between them and EA and possibly Bethesda... Actually, no, they're all the worst. Let's face it. They've played to sentiment... <laughs> Apart from Project Red. They've played to sentimentality too as far as the without giving anything away story-wise, it all revolves around the moon and you get to... Well, this is a semi-spoiler, so block your ears for 10 seconds, but it's, it's not a... Sto- it doesn't tell you the outcome of the story. But you get to meet a lot of those old characters like Omnigul and... Um, I'm forgetting the others. There's two or three of them that... Just call them Bob. Yeah, Bob, Bob and Marjorie Bob. Uh, that were absolutely pivotal in the original Destiny. So um, there's a bit of a play to sentimentality that you're doing some of the the same characters in, albeit in different um, locations. But they they've recreated. And this is my ignorance. Was the moon there prior to Shadowkeep? I've forgotten. Yeah, the moon was there right from the beginning. Uh, in Destiny yeah, Two. In Destiny Two. Oh, in Destiny Two, I'm not sure. No, no, that's because no, obviously, in De- and so they've recreated the destiny, the original destiny moon map, at least in parts from what I could tell, is identical. So you go through these bits and go, oh, I remember this inside out from the original destiny, as far as the, some of those main locations on the moon. So I thought that was cool. Hmm. Uh, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, and obviously, there are parts that aren't, but, uh, you know. We spent so much time on that bloody moon that a lot of stuff. You go, okay, I know there's that little tower there, and if I go up here and this and that, that is all there. Oh, there's parts of the moon. I think I could probably play just through muscle. Well, that's memory. what I mean. Yeah. Um, or, yeah. Although yeah. you probably couldn't play your super from muscle memory from memory. Uh, my what you, now? You, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I'm not familiar. <laughs> um. And sorry, I feel like I'm rabbiting on too long here because a couple of these last things are from me. Um, Zombieland. Did either of you guys see that movie, 2009? I, yep. It's freaking I only fantastic. saw it for the first time. It's on Netflix at the moment. I, I don't know how I missed it, but I because I love The Walking Dead and stuff. Watched it on Friday night, loved the, bit, uh, the hell out of it. And then obviously um, Zombieland 2 is out in the next few weeks, I think, or not that far off. Um, and the trailer for that looks good, albeit the initial reviews aren't great. But um, yeah, I, what a what a movie! I mean, I love Woody Harrelson anyway. But uh. you you can't you can't trust the movie reviews. You can, if Rotten Tomatoes has taught us anything at all, it's you can't. And trust it was the Rotten critics. Tomatoes, so it was the reviewers that were had it at about I don't know thirty four or fifty percent. But the um, the users of the site had it up at about eighty seven. So I'm tending to trust that more. That it's the if there's one thing that recent years a little bit like um, the the thing we're not talking about uh, there's a sphere of the world that we're not talking about you know that never talk about the weather and the other thing it's really highlighted just how deep some of the the insidious qualities of the the corporate world go I I am willing to put money on the fact that when the pre-orders go on sale for the you know buying your tickets early for uh, episode nine go on sale i'm almost willing to bet that fandango is going to make some sort of press orders and he'll make some sort of press release that it's the fastest selling pre-order ever <laughs> just like just like solo was yeah. so um yeah trust your friends trust your family to a degree let's not go crazy um 
but don't trust the critics. No, true. Yeah. Anyway, I just thought I, I assumed at least one or both of you would have seen it, but I, I, I just thought, oh, I'm going to watch this as something a bit fun. And yeah, by God, it was a good movie. Loved it. Um, and they, they feel like they got the zombies right. They weren't those stupid, super fast running ones out of World War Z or uh, you know the Brad Pitt one, but they weren't the stupid lurching ones out of The Walking Dead. They were just that nice. They ran and they could climb and open doors, but it was a nice medium. I liked it. Let's face it, though, the ones that could run, that sp- could sprint and could climb on each other like yeah. ants, they freaked me oh, out. That was, that, scary. Was a really, yeah. that was a really good, interesting spin. It was, but yeah. I think they're a bit overpowered because, you know, you, you're not going to be able to get away from something like no. that. That's the only thing that the lurching ones gave you the, the human beings the advantage yes. of. I mean, they were going to get you eventually because they'd never give That's up. That's right. But... Yeah, no, good movie. Let's not give things too much power. Um, and last thing for me, Lego Tower. I believe it's. A, I don't know how long it's been out, but I, I used to be a pocket planes addict. For those of you who used to listen to the Flashpoint podcast, uh, which was put out by Nimblebit, um, and I've always been annoyed they've never updated pocket planes in all those years. Um, but one of the things they've released is Lego Tower. Either of you guys check that out on a mobile device. Uh, not Lego Tower. I do remember the same. They had Tiny had, Tower or um, something. It was called Tiny yeah. Towers. Yeah. Is it is it something? Like I haven't that? actually played Tiny Tower, but I assume so. Yeah, I assume it's very similar. Um, yeah. Look, it's fun. I, it doesn't seem to have enough replayability. I'm only about four or five days in. I'm 17 stories up, and you go, yeah, this is just a bit repetitive. But um, you know, it's cute, and there's some some cool dad jokes in it. So, for example, what's green and oh. has wheels? grass because i was lying about the wheels see now that humor like that you can't but that's lego humor at its best um (laughs) oh come on uh the other one was uh what do you how do you fix a cracked pumpkin you use a pumpkin patch see that's lego hey one of the great things about Lego, apart until the Lego movie, is the Lego characters didn't talk. Yeah, true. Yep. <laughs> I'm, 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 I've got a real strong sense of nostalgia at yeah, this that's point. That's right for the non-talking Lego. Anyway, um, mm. any quick other recommendations before we wrap this damn thing? Uh, the Orville, Orville oh, yeah. season two. I've just um, sailed this. Well, some could say I sailed the high season. Finally, got round to watching. Season two, season three is filming at the moment. Um, still a good show. Good write. Yep, yeah. Good, saying, good writing. It's on the to-do the list. Yeah. 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 Definitely one of the best shows. One of the best written shows, I think. Yeah, no. Certainly the best written, apart from The Expanse, is probably the best written sci-fi on, on TV or Hulu, as it will be for season three. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and I, um, the, I think it'll still be on uh, SBS. Here oh yeah, yeah, I dare say. Season three rolls around. Good. And um, started rewatching the Blacklist because I kind of, sort of, in the middle of moving and whatnot, kind of lost my place on that. But the Blacklist is that is such a good yeah, show. Yeah, see, I only watched the first two of those. I want to get back to again. Yeah, it's a great show. Um, anything from you, Ben? Um, let's see. Uh, New anime, uh, check out um, uh, the new season of My Hero Academia has just come out in the last week or so. Um, really, really good. Season four starts off with a bang in some very, very violent murders. 
what else yeah. would you want? Good. PG Entertainment. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to call that a show. Um, for those of you that still remain listening, if you want more of this audio garbage, you can follow us on our website, which is invalidopinionspodcast.com. Um, we are on Facebook uh, at Invalid Opinions Podcast and the same on Twitter. Well, not the same. It's Invalid Pod, um, which is where we get feedback. And again, thank you, Redna, for keeping the accordions and xylophones in this episode. Um, thanks. <laughs> thanks so much. So, yes, we'll be back in a, a week or three. Um, and in the meantime, I don't know what. In the meantime, do what? Keep it light. Maybe that should be our motto. Keep it light. Yeah, turn off turn off social media and play with your kids. There you go. Oh, God. Find something to relax. Do something that's going to really yeah, relax techs. you. Yeah, hobby Yeah. Yeah, go do something hobby some hobby, something that's nice and fun. Yeah, go go out there. Not and po- not, podca- not podcasting. No, yeah. no, 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 right. no, it's 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 awful. It's awful. But it's awful. When- go out there and be a be a be a nerd, be a geek, and just have fun with it. And yeah, don't it worry about all the crap. Doesn't matter what you're a geek no. for. Yeah. just be a geek for something. Here, here. exactly. Good night. Mm. Fare thee well. Bye bye. <laughs>